you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Jackie Carr here, mom to five and pastor's wife. And you guys know me as Jackie Marie Carr on my Instagram, where I try to encourage women in whatever season of life that they may be in. And through so many different avenues and so many different passions, I'm multi-passionate. But when the topic was chosen for our podcast episode this month, I began praying over this topic because I honestly wrestled with a thought a little bit because I've been studying living on the bright side in my own personal study. I'd been reading in the Psalms because typically that's the very first place people go when they find their joy falling short. I stumbled upon this verse in Psalms 142.5 though, which says, I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. David was in a cave hiding from his enemy when he cried that prayer to God. David was in such a dark place, forsaken and forgotten by his friends and family. Before the cave, though, the king was so jealous, he rewarded him for his loyalty and servitude as a mighty warrior by tricking him into marrying his hateful daughter. He just knew that this would trip him up. As David, though, continues to serve Saul in his presence as his main instrumentalist, Saul is so angered from his jealousy that rises up in him that he throws a a spear at David trying to kill him. These are seriously dark times for David. But with all of this, you know what amazes me? David said to God in those dark moments that God was his portion in the land of the living. How can a man face such great battles but have the faith to say that God was his portion or inheritance in the land of the living, not the land of the dead? I think that's what I would have said. But this wasn't the only time Saul chased him, by the way. But how could he have that type of joy? How could he go on to write most of our Psalms? One simple answer. His joy was not determined by his circumstances. He had a relationship so deeply rooted in God that he was not swayed when the trials came. So how can we learn to live in joy in spite of the trials that come our way? One thing I've learned throughout the years that I have been in ministry is that so many times when trials come, so many times people panic and overreact to the situation. Instead of living life on the offense because Jesus is our anchor and rock and living with a battle plan, I've watched people react and be in defense mode. They are constantly being blown around in a storm. Maybe they built their lives on the rock of mentors, and when that mentor let them down, their lives just fell apart. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's very hard for us to have our eyes on the storm and our eyes on the Savior. You know, Peter started drowning when he took his eyes off Jesus and put his focus on the storm. This could have very easily been David's story. After all, Saul was God's chosen. There was no one in higher authority than him. There's nothing wrong with having godly mentors and counselors. In fact, the Bible says it's wise to do so. Paul even says in Philippians 3.17, Brethren, be followers together of me, 
and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. I've watched some people in my life walk through some pretty dark storms. And if you know me, you know I do not like scary things. No scary movies for me. I don't even want to listen to the scary music trailers or commercials for scary movies. I don't like the dark. I don't like things that make me feel dark. Although I don't enjoy the dark, God orchestrated a season of depression in my life. Even though I prefer to be more open about this season because I typically am known as an open book, sometimes the greatest suffering you will ever face is the suffering you watch someone else go through. And it's not always our story to tell. So really quickly, I wanted to share some scripture with you to help us live on the bright side so that we can say that the Lord is my portion in the land of the living. So number one, I believe it takes faith to have joy, even in the tough seasons. Hebrews 11.8 says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. Abraham had faith and obeyed God's plan. Then he received the inheritance. As Christians, if we want to receive what God has for us, we must continue believing that God is good no matter what season we are in. We must use the faith to keep practicing obedience to the light God's already shown us from his word. Number two, practicing thankfulness. Colossians 1.12 says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. This verse is so powerful. When there are times in my life when I can't see above the clouds, so to speak, and I think to myself, what am I doing different? Many times I find that I've grown complacent in my, time, in my thankful time with the Lord. I've grown used to thanking the Lord for my family, home, health, and other things. I still thank the Lord for those things, but when, when is the last time that we looked around and thanked God for something new, something different, or even something we've taken for granted or never thanked God for? Many times we want more light and guidance in our lives, but haven't stopped to recognize Him in the million other ways He's shown up for us. Not only should we be thankful, but that verse also says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I love that part in the verse where the psalmist says that the Father hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance. So what does that mean? Made us meet means that God is the one who has rendered us fit for his inheritance because when he looks at us, he sees his son. We are one with him. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus. Many times Christians start to think as they grow in Christ that they are trying to become worthy of this inheritance. When Jesus was on the cross, he looked at the one thief who placed his trust in him for salvation. What did he say to him? Today shalt thou be with me in paradise, Luke 23, 43. He didn't really have the time to make himself worthy after salvation. So I believe we have to first rest in the fact that Christ has made us worthy of the inheritance of the saints in light. Number three, this point is a little difficult in our era, but I believe it's so important. So let's read this passage from Colossians 3, 22 through 24, which says, Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. 
So when we submit ourselves to our authority, God personally sees to it that he will reward us. When you submit, you are serving the Lord Christ. Not only are we supposed to submit and serve, but we are supposed to do it heartily as unto the Lord, verse 23 says. Many times this verse is taught by itself, which I think is okay to do, but it's actually referring back to being obedient because it ends with a colon, the verse above that. So let's do a a review of what we've learned so far. Number one, I believe it takes faith to have joy even in the tough seasons. Number two, we must practice thankfulness. And not just for the everyday things, not for the things we thank God for every day, but the nitty gritty things that we've never even thought of before to thank God for. And then number three, okay, this is a tough one. When we submit ourselves to our authority, God personally sees to it that he will reward us. So I'm going to challenge myself when I'm having a difficult time finding joy in the land of the living. I'm going to ask myself these questions. Am I truly practicing a faith in God that's bigger than all my problems and all my fears? Have I been complacent in my thankfulness? And have I submitted everything in my life? I can't tell you how many times I felt like God has tested my motives by fire. The good things I mean, being in ministry, writing, being a pastor's wife, building a home. Sometimes it's like I can hear the Lord say, Jackie, Are you sure you are doing those things for me? I'm going to apply a little pressure in this area just to make sure you are submitting yourself to my plan and not just the fairy tale you've made up in your own mind. I hope you have enjoyed this talk and can't wait to share in the next episode something that God has taught me about inheritance. So until later, I hope you know you are loved and cared for by a father who gave up his own son so that he could have the closest fellowship with you. It's our choice. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.